0: Hi there friends, welcome to episode 35 of the Social Dentist Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Yazdan, and I am so excited to share today's content with you i'm going to be talking all about how i built my small but mighty team by the way if you're hearing little noises in the background i don't know if the mic is picking it up or not Um, i have my cute little baby she's sitting in the room next to me while i'm recording this i've gotten so busy and sometimes i have to bring her with me when i'm recording these podcasts so don't mind her just enjoy her cute sweet little baby noises and if it gets too distracting i will pause and take her out and record the rest of this later. Anyways, um, how I built my small and mighty team, that is today's topic. Um, This is really important to me, and I know it's really important to any business owner, but it's something that I really struggled with for years, and it's something I feel I see most business owners struggling with. And as of about one to two years ago, I finally feel like I have all the right people in all the right places, for now at least. Because as the business continues to grow, the business will change. But I hope that this episode gives you some insight into how to build a great team. Because you and I both know we need a team to make this work. I talked about this in the last episode I did, like teamwork makes the dream work. Um, You can't do it alone. You can't do it just by yourself. And the people that work in your business are ultimately what will drive your business growth. So you have got to get the right people in the right places. And I'm also going to be talking about how to include a social media person on your team because I know that you guys are trying to grow your business using social media. So it's only appropriate to talk about how to have somebody who can help you with your social media strategy in your business. Let me start by sharing a little bit of background. So when I first had my business, I had two people in the front. I had two hygienists and one assistant. And then shortly after, my business kind of fell apart. And I'm not going to get into the details of that, but in short, it had to do with having a business partner that, well, wasn't really a partner, but more so took advantage of how new I was in the world of business and how new I was when I just graduated. But anyways, let's just say I learned a lot of lessons. The point is that I went through a period where I had to rebuild the entire business from not even scratch like from a, like a nuclear explosion. So at that point I ended up with one front office person, one hygienist and one assistant. I absolutely love the hygienist I have. She is fantastic and so experienced. And same with my front office manager. I love them both and they are still with me to this day. We had some turnover and assistant positions for quite a while, but we're in a great place now. I love everyone in every position on my team as of today. And as time went on in the business, the business started to grow and I knew I needed another hygienist again. And I also needed another front office person in dentistry. It's really hard to just have one front office person. If you're looking to really expand your business. So first, we hired a new hygienist, and luckily, it was somebody that I've known for years and always wanted to work with. We actually knew each other from high school, and I love having her in the office. So she was great. But what I noticed about myself is whenever I would hire someone new, i kind of be like, okay, here's the job, here's where we're going, figure it out, sink or swim. That was with any new hire, whether it was a hygienist, an assistant, anyone that that came into my office or was working as part of my team, I'd literally just like throw them in the fire. And the problem was I didn't have structure. So when I didn't build structure first, the direction that things would go were not where I wanted them to be. And it's so interesting that when you want to grow a business, you have to grow as a person. You have to be ready to delegate tasks and responsibilities and be okay with how people can interpret your vision to an extent, of course. The mistake I would make was that I would throw people into a job that I thought was defined, but it really wasn't. There were no clear expectations, no clear guidelines, and I would be really frustrated when things didn't work out the way I wanted them to. And this was a mistake I made repeatedly. And in my head I would think, well, this just isn't the right person for this job. But then I figured it out. You have to define the job. Be very specific about it. You have to define what you want done in the job and actually know the ins and outs of each job so you can create the process for the job first, and then you can hire for that position. The problem is a few times I just got lucky with my hires. My office manager, I just got lucky. My main hygienist, I just got lucky. They already knew what to do. So I figured, well, heck these new people I'm hiring, they just aren't the right people. And some of them weren't, some of them really weren't the right people, but for a lot of them, it's almost as if I was just hiring them and handing them a bunch of problems to solve where instead it would have been a smarter thing to do is to create the solutions first and then hire people and have them execute the solution. Does that make sense? I hope it does because that's what made the huge difference in my business. When I began hiring people to execute solutions, it was literally like a night and day difference in my business. The reason is because in the beginning, when I was just throwing people in the line of fire, I would get really frustrated and I didn't want to do like, I didn't want to do the work of creating the solutions first and I didn't create clear job descriptions. I didn't create a clear system and it's almost like I didn't want to do the work to even create the systems. I just wanted to do the dentistry. The thing is when you have a business, when you own your business, you're not just the dentist. The dentistry is the easy part of the business. I have a friend, his name is Dr. Paul Goodman. And if you're in the dental world, I feel like you have got to look him up. His Instagram handle is at Dr. Paul Goodman or at dental nachos on Instagram. And he is a fantastic resource. He also has a great podcast called the dental amigos. Anyway, we always talk about how the dentistry is actually the easy part of your business. It's everything else. That's so difficult. So that was my problem. I just always wanted to do the dentistry and I didn't want to spend the time to build structure. So when people wouldn't do things the way I wanted them to do, I'd be like, oh my God, why can't people just figure this out? Why can't they do better? It was frustrating to me. So one day, literally one day I was so frustrated. I sat down for hours and just thought about the business and the big scheme of things. And I thought about my vision where I wanted things to go, where I needed things to go and how I was going to get there. And that's when I started creating the solutions before I was just in a hurry, always in a hurry to get there. I didn't want to pause the business growth for a second to get all the right people in place. And this was a huge mistake. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking that, you know what, this kind of sounds like me, I want you to stop worrying about the business growth for just a second. And I want you to instead pause and get all the right people in place. Because when you do that, When you build a great team, your business will grow much more quickly. So take some time, write your vision down. What's your ideal work schedule? What is your ideal production each month? What vibe do you want your office to be? What are the values of your business and your brand? I want you to answer these questions. And if you're driving or something, don't write anything down, but make sure to make a mental note. And later when you have a moment, come back to this podcast, write down these questions and answer them. In fact, what you should do is plan a day within the next two weeks where you take three hours to do this work for yourself. You should map out your 10-year goals from now, your five-year goals from now, and your goal this year, and then work backwards. See how you're going to get to each one of them and make sure that you write things down because when you start putting that pencil to paper, you will see how you start making sense of things and how to get things done. When I did this, it was such a moment of clarity for me because all of a sudden I wasn't just working in the moment and tackling things as they come. I was making decisions based on a vision that I had. Once I did this, I realized that it was time to hire another person for the front office. So my office manager, again, going back to the problems and solutions things, we had a bunch of problems. My office manager at this time was very, very valuable, and she was doing tasks that needed to get done, but I knew that we would be more profitable if I moved her into a newer position where she was only focusing on high revenue converting tasks. So the problem was, we had all these things that needed to get done, but the other stuff that she was doing that was also important, like sending out letters, sending out billing statements, faxing stuff that need to be faxed, making sure our shipments go out and come in, checking patients in and out, greeting them, updating their medical history, answering every phone call. Okay. These things, yes, they all need to be done, but they weren't high revenue converting tasks. I mean, this girl had to do it all, but I wanted her to be following up with patients and the patients that needed treatment, and then following up with patients that had treatment to make sure that they were doing okay. I didn't need her faxing things and sending out bills or updating medical history records or scanning things into the computer. So the solution was I moved her into a newer position and then I hired someone else for the front office to work on the other things that she was no longer going to be doing. So I hired someone to execute the solution. And this time around... I started writing really clear job descriptions. So in my last episode, I talked about how I have a binder for each job position with dividers in it, and it goes through all the tasks, all the expectations, and how to do everything in that job position. So for the front office, there are very clear instructions on how to do everything. Like, for example, when you check in a patient, you should first greet them kindly and make sure that their health history is updated. Then check to make sure if you have the correct email, phone number, and address on file. I mean, I I get that detailed with it. And for my assistant position, I have like the instruments that are needed for each procedure that we do in the office. I go over all of these with all the new hires and I give them the notebook to review. And if they have any questions that ever pop up, they can always refer back to the binders that I give them. So creating these binders and writing out job descriptions became a game changer for my office and it helps to get the right people into each job. I also included expectations, very, very clear expectations for each position. Let's shift gears for a second because you may have a system for what it takes inside your office for you to grow, but for most of us in healthcare, the internet and social media stuff is where we struggle, and it's hard to find someone to be on the back end of your business to help you with these things. How many thousands and thousands of dollars have you spent on companies for SEO and AdWords and updating your website and creating a brand and all that stuff? I'm sure tons. And if you aren't there yet, then let me tell you, it's really difficult to find the right person. So I've had both. I've gone from building a website myself, literally, I like created my own website before. I'm not saying it was good, but I did it. And I have also had really great people working on my website and then really terrible people. And again, it all came down to the fact that I didn't know where I was going with it. So I didn't know what I needed to create and I didn't have a clear direction. So when a company would say that they would do all this stuff for me, I'd say, okay, go for it. And then what would happen is no results. And when I wanted a photo swapped out or some verbiage changed or something, it costed several hundred dollars to do it. After a few years, I came across my current website guy and it was right at the time where the people that were currently working on my website were shifting companies and there were a lot of changes that were happening and the owner was my friend and I didn't wanna be a burden so I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna use my newer website guy. So I came across the guy I'm using now and I laid it all out for him. I said, look, this is what I'm trying to do This is what I need done. For example, I need weekly blog posts to be posted for me. I need the blogs to then be posted to various social platforms. I need these videos and photos to be added to these specific websites each week. I need these type of updates consistently. And these were just a few things that I needed, but i laid it all out for him. And then because he's experienced in this, I listened to him for whatever he had suggestions on, and we created a plan. And that has been working out really well. But the key was that I had a vision first. I had solved the problem I was having with my vision. And then he came in and executed the plan. He executed the solution. So I didn't go to him and just say, you know what, I need help with my website. I need my business to grow. Here you go. I went to him and I said, look, I'm going to have weekly blogs, I need you to post them, I need you to repurpose the content on the following platforms, I have videos, I need you to take them and repurpose them on these platforms, I need you to search keywords that will get me in front of my ideal patient, this is who my ideal patient is, these are the procedures that I do, search the keywords I need to have included in my videos and in my blogs and let me know. And so he had direction, he knew what I wanted. The problem before was that with every website person I had, I would just say, help me. (laughs) I had no idea what needed to happen. And it's not that all of a sudden one day I knew it all. I just started implementing strategies and throwing ideas out and doing them to see what worked. And of course... When I gave him ideas, he also helped. I mean, it's his area of expertise, and I don't mess with that. I let the experts be the experts. Just like you want your patients to let you be the expert, I let the internet experts be the internet experts. But in the end, it worked out because we had a plan. Does that make sense? So I want to make sure that you understand the difference between throwing something out there and saying, hey, I need help. Help me. (laughs) Help my business grow. So it's kind of like there's a difference because in one instance you're saying, hey, I need my business to grow and these are the strategies I think that will work and I need you to implement them for me. Let's see how it goes and then make tweaks along the way. So in building your team when it comes to your online staff, you can absolutely hire help and you should. I actually did an episode a while back that was how to hire help for your social media needs. That was a great episode, and if you want to bring on help for your social media content, you should definitely think of hiring someone. But also in that episode, I talk about how you need to master your social media first so that when you bring help on there, there's a clear expectation and clear direction of what works for your accounts and your business. But... I would like for you to include someone on your team to help you with social media. So currently I do almost all of the social media myself on specific platforms. I do all of my posting, all of my engaging, all of my direct message responses, but I also have help in terms that I don't repost my vlog content on other social platforms. So I have my web guy do that for me. If I have a video, I may post it on Instagram and Facebook, but on all other platforms, My website guy does it and that's because for me, Instagram specifically, that's my platform that I'm most active on, but the other ones like YouTube or certain review sites or Google real self, LinkedIn, even Pinterest, those platforms I don't spend my time on. I don't have time to be on every single platform myself, but it's a good idea to show up there. So I work with my web guy so that he can repurpose the content and take that off my shoulders. Another thing I recommend is hiring someone in house to actually help you capture social media content. So if you know you're not disciplined enough to make the efforts to work on your social media, but you have a plan, for example, every day, you want to capture three behind the scenes stories every day. You want to capture one procedure to record or whatever your strategy is, hire someone on your team to take on that position and have them put it in a schedule so that it can be implemented. I don't have that in my office because it's become just a way that our practice runs. But in the beginning, I would tell my office manager to build in time during my workday to create social media content. And I wouldn't take hours and hours. I wasn't showing up to work just sitting there for hours. I'm talking like three minutes here and five minutes there. Like, hey, you know what? schedule 10 minutes for me to go so I can go live and talk about the products in the cabinet or the procedure I'm doing next, stuff like that. So create the position and then hire for that position. I'm really, really disciplined. So I don't want to hire someone for this position. However, if you need the help, definitely go for it. Hire the help you need so that you can get it done. All right, friends. That is all I have for you today. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also, if you have not done so already and you want to dive in deeper with me when it comes to social media and how to use social media to build your business, check out my free masterclass where I go into great detail about the strategies you need to be using in order to attract your potential patients to your social media and transition them from a follower to a patient. You can sign up for the free masterclass by going to dryasden.com slash masterclass. I'm also going to link it in the show notes for you. And bless you to my little baby, Scarlett. She is so good. She sat here this entire time that I've recorded this and just entertained herself. I love this little girl. Anyways, I hope you guys um, were able to hear those cute little sneezes at the end and her saying hi. Um, I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day and bye for now.